October 23rd means what? It means that we're another day closer. Yeah. <laughs> I know you were going with that. We didn't discuss <laughs> that you were doing this. <laughs> we don't discuss anything, you know. You like I, to be off the cuff. I like I know, to. But I didn't think you were going to throw a question at me in my way. I wasn't ready. I wasn't oh. ready. Um, let's see. What, what question can I ask you? <laughs> no, it's fine. What um what are we gonna do when I come see you for what are we gonna do Halloweeny when I come see you for New York in New York? Um, like a Halloweeny thing? Yeah, I don't Halloweeny know. thing. Have I, you already I, picked something? I, I have some ideas, but um, it's I, yeah, we'll see if those are available or not. I'm just not getting dressed up, so don't force me to plan an outfit. You mean in a costume? Yeah, costume. Gotcha. Which gotcha. is a great segue to today's movie. Why am I talking so animated? Also, you should see me. I have like fingers pointed up in the air right now and I'm like moving my hands. <laughs> Wait, why? How is that a good transition to what we're about to talk about? The Costumes? Movie that um, can you think of another film that has inspired more Halloween costumes than the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yeah, I don't know. It's like. I'm going to say not. I don't know. How are you? How are we going to measure that? I'm just going to go off my gut. <laughs> okay. Um, no, it's a uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show is today's yeah. movie because uh, it's so love it. it's so it's like the perfect movie to watch around Halloween time, right? I mean, yeah. so are the other twelve that we're talking about in this series, but yeah, it's like super Halloweeny. As a matter of fact, um, um, thematically fits, right? Yeah, it, it thematically fits. I think it's like I said, everybody's kind of dressed up in these costumes. It gets into like a cabaret show. It's a musical. It's I don't know. It's got all these fun elements, and uh, and yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of great. So, 1975. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is it? It was is 1975, it? and um, and it's still. Wow. I don't know. It's still. We've we you know we've talked about how Minky and I did a midnight showing of it when we went to a horror con last year. Was it last year? <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, yeah, and and that was true. that one was. Because you know, so some people do midnight shows where you just go to a theater and watch it and you do all the call and response and you throw shit at the screen. But we did one of the ones because there's two different versions. The other midnight show is when there's a whole group act, acting it out alongside, which kind of started back in 1975 when this came out as well. Um, so we saw like all these people up on stage acting it out the, the whole time in very scantily clad outfits. Like I'm, yeah, that woman had to as well, right? Because I remember, the, I remember I re, as I recall, the projection of the film was very poor it was but this is a thing like there's just there's two different types yeah, of no i know i'm just but yeah. saying but yeah. yeah i'm just pointing out that it was very well poor. and i'm sorry but when you have a woman in real life who's very busty and had a great body like no one's going to be watching the really poor screen anyway you're just going to be watching the cast up on stage and, and she got topless too doesn't she she got point? topless yeah Someone she had did. little pasties on her nipples no but there was like there was like two women that did do you I think that? they had pasties, though. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of, of course you do. Why are you, why are you like, <laughs> do you remember point. it? <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so of course, as you know me, I have just like a couple of uh, little fact things to talk about. I mean, I don't know who. Uh, yeah. Do you think everybody's seen this? I got to think so. You got to think so, right? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. At some point it, in your life. If yeah, yeah, especially if you like horror films, it's not really a 
horror film per se, but right. thematically, it's you know it's thematically supposed to be scary. Yeah. 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 So, um, the the guy that wrote this film, he was I I just love when I find these things. I don't know why, but I think about you. Um, he wrote it. He <laughs> wrote he wrote it. He wrote it during winter months to occupy himself. Like he was he was like you know I'm just so bored right now. I'm just gonna write this really random okay. story. And he so then but, my next question is. But, why does that remind you of moi? Oh, because it's like, you know, you 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 want to use your time to do creative things. It's not a negative. It's a positive. Gotcha. Yeah. It's That's like, fine, so, you know. Stop trying to make, make me look like a bad guy. Okay. Make sure you um, have good things about me. So he, he was very much influenced by, you know, sci-fi and horror B-movies of the, the you know, 30s through 60s. So he wanted to write something that had like this musical quality to it um, and then kind of make something that was like a parody and a tribute to all these films that he kind of grew up watching. And he first he wrote a stage production. So it all started in theater. And then... Um, you mean Richard O'Brien? Is that what you're talking about right now? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't okay. say his name. Thank you. Um, and then he made the movie from the, the stage production, which yeah. it's funny because like I love musicals in real life. And I actually hate, I don't know why, we've talked about this before, because that one time I came over to your house and you were trying to make me watch. I don't understand. What was it? Yeah. Um, why are you, I, was, I think it was Frozen. <laughs> Frozen, right. I'm like, I just don't care. And I, but for Rocky Horror, I mean, it's just, it's uh, fun either way, but I've never seen it on stage. So that might be cool. Um, yeah. Well, this is the only musical that you like, is what you said? No, 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 no. Like oh. it's, it's one that I don't mind watching. Uh, as a movie, right? Yeah. But yeah. anyway, um, so it it was it's funny because I think everybody, if you watch it, okay, I might be saying something totally wrong to some people, but it's not a great story. I mean, there's nothing like amazing about it. It's totally wacky and weird, and that's why I think people love it. Um, oh, it's it, the performance and the performance, right? Yeah. But when you watch. The showpiece, yeah. you know, the costumes, it's the hitch. I, it, it, I mean, it feels very much like, you know, they're on stage, like yeah. at a, on a theater and that's right. how it's done, you know, yeah. and the music and all of that. That's, I mean, that's why. But it's right? funny because when it came out, it actually, I mean, so by the way, it came out, um, shoot, I wrote it down. I don't know where I wrote it down. And also because Tim Curry. Tim Curry is, is awesome. Freaking amazing. No, he's amazing. This. I mean, he's yeah. amazing in every role he ever took, but. Did you even watch the re- like the Fox did a remake of that of this. Remember a couple of years ago? No, I refused. But <laughs> was it good? I mean, I mean, it's not. You, I I can't help but to compare to the the, well, the version, right? And it doesn't live up to it. But some like the the character that Tim Curry plays is played by that woman from Orange Is the New Black. You know what I'm talking about? I think she's trans, right? Um, you know, tall. So she plays his character. The and black she's female? Glow. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So yeah, I didn't so even she, know that. Yeah, so she plays his character well. But then it's the every it but it's in everyone else. Ah, kind of okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Maybe I, I will check it out. Um so is the Waverly Theater in New York City still a thing? Do you know? I, I I mean I could look Let's at see, I can see. Yeah, yeah. Because um so what I read was that of course and, and that's why I was trying to lead into this, like the movie itself isn't great. And so it was panned, like across the board, 
you know, it wasn't getting great reviews. And that's why I think it's so fascinating that this movie kind of became such a cult. It had, it gained such a cult following, probably one of the biggest ever, you know, of all movies that have cult followings. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually got such bad reviews in some cities, like in some areas of New York City that like it was supposed to be released on Halloween night uh, in a lot of theaters and they wound up canceling the release because it was getting so few views in some theaters. Um, this is but, box office, 140 million though. Yeah. I, I think it took time. I think it like, oh. it was weird. So basically what happened was they were taking it off of the, um, you know, the matinees and things like that. And it became a midnight movie really quickly. And that's why I was yeah. saying the Waverly theater in New York city in 1976. So a year later, um, is when the I think the first group of people started showing up and rewatching it. Like literally, say you and me would go back and watch that film like five times, right in the same yeah. theater. Yeah, and yeah. Um, that's when people started dressing up as characters and then going in and, and th- they were the ones that were starting the call and re- uh, response, like the language that they were shouting back at the screen and all of those things that kind of started. It started um, in 1976, and then I think uh, it was the Kings Court Theater in oh shoot i forget which city that was but that's where the shadow cast thing started where a whole group of people got up on stage at the same time and acted it out and lip synced and you know dressed in costume to perform the whole thing at that time so you had you had these groups kind of going late at night even though you know the regular population wasn't really into watching it you know at the 7 p.m showing or whatever so yeah i don't know i thought it was pretty cool um that's awesome i I think it's great that you know, the word of mouth or whatever, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, to, to this day, this movie is has somewhat of a, you know, influence or still, oh, yeah. still, still talks about, you and I are talking about it in 2018. I know. You know and, ha- and we um, talked about this before, but how many younger people than us were in the audience when we were there and they all knew every single line. We, I don't, <laughs> I don't know any of them. I mean, I know like two, you know, but I, I mean, don't. Yeah, I mean, we had fees on our foreheads, so whatever, know, right? right. <laughs> And I've, if those of you who don't know what we're talking about, you should go sometime. It's just a, it's an experience I feel like everybody's got to go to. But if if you're called out as being somebody who's never been to one of these things, they write a V on your forehead for virgin. And then, um, but but usually what happens now is they give you a little bag of goodies and it's the things that you're supposed to throw at the screen at the right times. And then you're supposed to say the certain things. It's like going to mm-hmm. Catholic mass in some ways. <laughs> <laughs> Peace be with you and also with you. Right. Um, so anyway, there's a, and I guess the, the way that people started figuring out what to say back to the screen. It was all influenced by puns and pop culture at the time. So I, don't, I think most of the responses fall short on me as to what they even mean. <laughs> but um, yeah. We can, we can go see it when you're here. Maybe. maybe I'd rather do something else though. We've done They're it actually playing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they do everywhere. That's the, that's what's so cool about this movie is it, I'm no, sure you have all a, week in multiple different theaters. Yeah, guarantee. So yeah. you guys should totally go see it. Um, a couple of like the fun elements because we haven't actually talked about the movie itself, but um, you know, it's Susan Sarandon and um, oh shit, I forget the guy's the actor's name. I never remember his name. Um, uh, which one? Uh, Barry Bostwick. Her, like, boyfriend or husband Barry or whatever. Barry Bostwick, yeah. Okay. Who, by the way, when we talk about another film that comes up on our list later, I can't wait to tell you it's this, it's a guy in another film that we're going to talk about. But anyway, um, Barry Bostwick, a young Barry Bostwick and a young Susan Sarandon who's scantily clad throughout the movie. They're, you know, a newly married cuppy, couple and they're so like annoyingly cute and like lovey-dovey. And uh, they get a flat tire or something. They got to go to this big castle 
and in the castle, there's a Transylvania, the annual Transylvanian convention, <laughs> which is fun. And everybody's yeah. like in these costumes. And oh, one thing to note. So even though they were taking from, even though the writer uh, was taking from kind of like all the B movies of the 30s through the 60s to influence the film, the costume designer actually did no research and created all these costumes. Uh, Sue Blaine, I think. She just created them on her own. And what's really cool, talking about like affecting culture and how movies influence culture, you know, this was 1975. She apparently really directly affected the punk rock look, you know, with ripped fishnets and whatever else Tim Curry's wearing. <laughs> but um, I thought that that was really cool. I'm like, that's that's just one of the things I love too about how film kind of influences us and how society influences film, you know? Mm-hmm. It's almost like one of the perfect... Examples of how it's gone both ways, um, but yeah. So, anyway, the um, the Doctor Frankenfurter is who Tim Curry what's plays. Your, what's your, um, which was his performance was I so mean that great. makes the movie. If it oh, wasn't yeah. for him, I it, it would be hard to watch. It would right? be hard to watch. Yeah. So I mean, he made the movie. He's amazing. Enjoyable, you know. Um, what's your favorite song? What. What's your favorite song in the movie? Oh, well, probably I'm just a sweet transvestite from <laughs> whatever Transylvania. <laughs> I can say that really bad. Um, you, don't like, you don't like Time Warp and you don't like... I don't like Time Warp yeah. very much. It's a little annoying. Though I'll get it in my head and sing it. Um, you know, what about the last song? Well, I and it's I, like science fiction... Double feature or something like that. Uh, I don't you know. know I it's like really it's slow. Oh, the slow one now. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't like slow stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I need you to move a little faster. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like when uh, when Meatloaf. So everybody knows who Meatloaf is. Hopefully, maybe not um, some of the younger folks, but he plays Eddie, who is a guy that comes out of a freezer on a motorcycle. And Eddie was used by Dr. Frankenfurter, um, who we should say Dr. Frankenfurter is basically like a Frankenstein for all intents and purposes. And he's creating the perfect, uh, I think, what does he say? It's like the secret to life itself. And he's creating like Rocky. Perfect person. Right. Yeah. So he's creating this beautiful, muscly man in underwear um, who's going to be his lover. Right. And he... Uh, so he takes a little piece of meatloaf's head or Eddie's head brain to make Rocky, right? And so Eddie was in a freezer, but he comes out and he's the one that starts kind of leading the charge against uh, Tim Curry's character because Tim Curry is like the leader of everybody and he's kind of crazy, obviously. And um, But then he goes over and he kills Eddie with what, like an ice pick or something, I think? Um so he tries to take like the control back and then everything uh, along the way, you know, Susan Sarandon and her, her little husband are, they're getting naked. And then um, <laughs> Tim Curry's character keeps seducing the both of them separately. And I think they sleep with him both. Um, and then she winds up sleeping with Rocky and then Dr. Frankenfurter gets really pissed off. So it's this whole thing. It's like people are chasing each other the whole movie. If you've never seen it, it's just a lot of shenanigans. And- and it's one of those things where you can't, it's, it's hard to, it's not that, 
we could talk about other movies and what happens in the movie and maybe you know you could listen to us talk about it and maybe that satisfies your curiosity enough mm-hmm. that like oh, I don't have to see it or whatever yeah but with this it's it's all it's about the music and so you have to unless Tracy's going to sing every single one of them here no I, um, I really honestly I don't know the songs well enough to know, sing them all anyway. then then um, you then you, you're just going to have to um uh, you're just it. gonna have to watch it yourself <laughs> damn it I'm janet um yeah. I, I like that one damn it janet um so there's obviously there's a lot of I, you know i don't know how new it was for its time but you know showing androgyny and i mean at the end of course they all say that they come from a planet they're aliens that come from a planet called transsexual um so you know i don't know how Remember the remember the vampire planet from Dracula Three? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how many other movies were, you know, going against the grain and saying like, "Oh, we're going to have androgynous characters and have you know homosexual activity and this and that in movies at the time." I don't know. Was that was that like already happening? I feel like 1975 probably wasn't happening a lot. So. I think that was I, I, maybe in New York, but perhaps, yeah. I maybe like not in, in your mainstream. Then again, this was this this like you were saying, this wasn't a mainstream movie. Well, it was supposed no. to be, and that's maybe that's no. why it didn't work out well with kind of mainstream audiences, right? People were uncomfortable, and it became I'm a sure, thing for counterculture. Like yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, and now it's like beloved by anyone who likes, you know. Um, theater acting or you know performance theater performance you know musical yeah all that totally um and there's a there's clearly some commentary because at the very end the there's a narrator that's narrating the whole movie and at the very end he says something like you know lost in time like there's people crawling around at the end for i'll just let you watch it but he's like I forget what he says, but something about them crawling around. It's like they're human. The human race is equivalent to insects crawling on planet surface, lost in time, lost in space and meaning. So I don't know (laughs) what that's about, but I should have dug a little bit more. I wanted to know if they were just trying to make like commentary about humans in general or, um, yeah, but I don't know. So, and I have the, um, and I bought the, the, the 30th, fifth anniversary edition on blu-ray oh did you yeah i, I just bought it, it i was mean like on if sale. you've never seen it the one thing you do know is the cover right the red lips yeah. with the teeth kind of biting yeah. down on the bottom lip and it, yeah i got it for like nine bucks or something it was one of those like one of the, like in a bargain bin or whatever does it say and, a different set of jaws does it use that one or was that just no okay it doesn't say that um it doesn't say anything in the front. It just has the title. Oh, okay. On the back, it just says, give yourself over to absolute pleasure. Oh. <laughs> um, but pleasure. The, what, what I was saying, the transfer, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it looks so good. Like just, you know, saturated. The colors are saturated. They pop and it just looks really good. Yeah. I was very surprised. Um, and the, alf- the outfit design, like I, I was just scrolling down and I was remembering the the outfit, the cabaret costume that Rocky wears. I think yeah. it's like the um, the gold sequence thing. Everything is just really fun looking. And that's why I was saying it totally has inspired so many people dressing up for Halloween. You know, there's tons of pictures of people who do a pretty good job and a pretty good likeness of Tim Curry in particular or Magenta too. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> With the hair and the makeup. Oh, right? yeah. It's so like good. The, yeah. That's, that's all you need to like nail down perfectly. Oh, Yeah. 
Um, get them cheekbones, y'all. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so you should go so, see it. Yeah. it. Go see it. It's good. Uh, we both recommend it. Yeah. It's one of those things where, you know, if you can't find it easily on Netflix or whatever, if it's playing in a theater near you, go do it. Yeah. Just do it. We'll give it five skulls. Five skulls. (laughs) 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 All right, cool. Well, enjoy Um, your day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Yep. This is Minky. And this is Tracy. We're out. Bye.